For now, that's time for a business update with uh, Giles Beckford. Kia ora, Giles. Kia ora to Ingrid. Uh, the company's earnings season is in full swing this week, with many of the market heavyweights reporting their half-year earnings. My expectations are that reports will be largely weak, reflecting the myriad economic and consumer pressures they've had to contend with in the past six months. Nona Peltier runs the rule over what investors might see. Many of those reporting have already set the scene with downward revisions in business volumes and earnings. Port of Tauranga and transport firm Freightways have already pointed to reduced cargo volumes. Air New Zealand has warned of slowing demand and volatile fuel prices, with Auckland Airport also feeling the pinch of static passenger numbers. Power companies Contact, Genesis and Mercury overall are expected to show middling results with higher operating and fuel costs. Contact has issues with its Tohara geothermal plant, but the others may fare better given the mix of their generation. Lower consumer spending will affect the retailers and domestic-facing companies, while companies with Chinese connections, such as A2 Milk and Comvita, face their own challenges. Possibly more important than the bottom-line historic numbers will be the comments on outlooks for this half of the year. Well, the country can't afford to dawdle and be less than 100% committed to climate change goals and carbon reduction targets if it wants to attract the necessary investment to make it happen. The head of global infrastructure at the business advisory firm at KPMG, Richard Threlfall, says broad unity of purpose and action led by the government are what's needed to combat uh, climate change or at least mitigate its worst effects. The amount of investment that is required is absolutely huge. Um, and the um, and the speed with which we make that investment, in particular, in order to reduce um, uh, climate emissions, is critical. We have to find the money and spend it wisely. But the money is there. The money will flow to those um, countries, those governments who show that leadership, clarity, and consistency. That's Richard Threlfall, the Global Head of Infrastructure at KPMG. Well, the government has promised to change immigration settings to reduce the number of migrants coming into the country filling low-skilled jobs. The record influx of migrants, 126,000 last year, filled many of the gaps in the labour market to the extent that businesses have stopped naming shortages as their biggest single constraint. But it would seem manufacturers are still hiring, despite the fact that the sector has been in contraction for 11 months in a row. Last week's monthly report showed employment was expanding slightly, even though new orders have been falling. BNZ senior economist Doug Steele says that is something of an oddity. It is a little odd to see a bounce in employment when you've got production and new orders weak. It is only one month, so it could just be noise. But um, looking across the many indicators, it does suggest that labour is getting easier to find. And I think that's part of the story here. Uh, Doug Seals says the pickup in employment is uh, maybe helping manufacturers not just fill gaps, but reduce labour costs and take pressure off staff. And apologies there for the quality of that audio. Having a look now, three minutes to seven at the markets. Wall Street fell after stronger-than-expected wholesale inflation figures, that's producer prices, hosed down expectations for interest rate cuts by the Federal Reserve anytime soon. The Dow Jones average was down 0.4%, the S&P 500 down 0.5%, and the Nasdaq down 0.8%. Note that U.S. markets are going to be closed today for the President's Day holiday. 
Now, our own local top 50 index starts the week at 11,724. It gained 84 points on Friday after a rather ragged week. That was uh, 0.7%. The New Zealand dollar, 61.2 US cents, 93.7 Australian, 46.6 pence, 56.8 euro cents, 92 yen and 4.4 yuan. Brent crude oil gained 60 cents, about 0.7%, to $83.47 US a barrel. Uh, that was despite uh, the latest statement from the International Energy Agency about reducing demand. Gold gained $9.2013 US dollars an ounce. And a quick look at this, bus- this week's business agenda. As we've been hearing, it's full of companies' earnings. There's everything from landowners to property developers, casino companies, power generators, airports, seaports, winemakers and honey harvesters. 21 are scheduled. Thursday is the busiest day. We'll also have the latest look at the services sector and wholesale inflation numbers ourselves. And for good measure, a dairy auction. <laughs>